A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that. Now it's like, wow, I wanna be there. I wanna live there. I wanna go there. It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina. Hello and welcome into Rock Hill CityCast, where we aim to keep you informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. My name is Matthew Cray, across from my co-host Oriana Moore up here in City Hall in our recording studio. And today you, you can hear the, the sleigh and the bells jingle a little bit and everyone's getting a little excited. And some people are angry because they want to make sure Thanksgiving gets properly celebrated at Christmas and Christmasville are right around the corner. So we brought in Alice Davis, this year's Christmasville chair. Alice, how are you How are you doing? I'm great, thank you for having me. And before we uh, get into uh, who you are and what you do, how where do you fall on the Thanksgiving, Christmas, setting up your tree when you listen to music debate? So when I'm by myself, I like to listen to Christmas music uh, all year round. Uh, I don't do it quite as much. I do have teenagers that give me a little grief about that. But um, I used to be kind of, let's wait till a week before Thanksgiving or so, because we're out of town before Thanksgiving, during Thanksgiving. So it's all set up when we get back. But since COVID, I've gotten a little more, let's do this a little earlier. So uh, I've gotten a few things out, but not a ton. Saturday's my plan, because once Christmasville hits, it's not going to happen. Oriana, what about you? Um, I don't really like Christmas music. <laughs> when I do listen, I listen to like a couple of artists and then after an hour I'll turn it off. But as far as setting up the tree, I don't have mine up yet, but I think I'll probably put it up soon. I've been looking at some Christmas decorations in the stores. As long as we wait till after Thanksgiving for outside, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, at our house, we we put ours up at the end of October and before you yell at me, uh, my reasoning for that is twofold, and I'll be quick because we got other fun stuff to talk about. Um, one, me and my wife just like to look at the tree a little bit longer instead of just a month. But two, when I was in college, you know, you're in college, you have like weird schedules. You come home for like Thanksgiving, and then you're back at school for exams, and you're back home, and you're just like so tired because you, you know you just stayed up working on all your exams. And I just remember I was very much. Thanksgiving, then everything Christmas. And that year, I was a total Grinch. I could not get in the Christmas spirit. I felt like I had limited myself. And so from here on out, I've just been, uh, whenever it hits me, it hits me. And so I'm not going to try and limit myself. But Alice, enough about me. Uh, tell us about uh, who you are, um, where you're from, and just maybe a few fun facts. Yeah, so I grew up in Rock Hill, I was born and raised here. Um, I've gone to Oakland Baptist Church my whole life, and um, my family has been here uh, since 1978, I believe. My dad um, built the first putt-putt over on Selenese Road. So um, Gary Williams, Peggy Williams, those are my parents, and then um, they started Williams and Fudge back in 1986. And so I've grown up in the community, doing all things in the community, because it's just been instilled by to me by my parents and I'm just very grateful to be able to be a part of Rock Hill and come back so I did go away for seven years I went to Presbyterian College and then moved down to Columbia and I taught um, middle school children that had special needs and autism um, for a few years and then when the opportunity came to come back and work at Williams and Fudge and do some of the stuff that I love in the community I was all in so my husband and I that I met down in Columbia Kevin Davis uh, we moved up to Rock Hill and we are now raising our three children here in Rock Hill which is just the best place to raise a family 
Awesome. We both agree, obviously. Uh, Christmasville, you're the chair this year. You don't obviously you don't just get randomly elected to be a chair. What was the process like from from your interest in Christmasville to becoming chair? So I mentioned my family a minute ago, but we have been involved of, since Christmasville started 18 years ago as a sponsor. Uh, Williams and Fudge uh, loves to be a part of the community in Christmasville and come see me and the festivals that just bring Rock Hill to life are huge. So we've been a part of it since day one as a sponsor. Um, my dad was a part of it. Then my mom became a part of it on the board. My brother's been a part of it. And so I became a part of it about four or five years ago and joined the board. And from there, we obviously had COVID hit and everything kind of shifted a little bit. And it it was um, just a different dynamic. So last year, as we were um, going about how we were going to uh, develop the leadership team, they asked me to be the vice chair of the festival and help Allison Cleveland. And we were going to really have an opportunity to um, just make the 2022 festival such a success, which we were able to do. And I, I told her, hey, y'all, I'll help you, and I can help you the next year too, but I'm just not going to chair. I, I'm, I just don't have the time to do that. <laughs> Well, we had the opportunity um, to take a leap forward that the city has really uh, helped us do, and we have gone out on our own. And so Christmasville is now at 18 years old, an adult, and we have gone out on our own. Well, part of that is instead of the city running all the details and the leadership and the executive director, we had to have our own. So Allison Cleveland, who was going to be the chair again this year, um, took that role on as executive director. She was the perfect person for the job. Well, that left me of, oh, you're going <laughs> to chair now. They had Santa ask me to be mm. the chair. So that's you can't say no to Santa. <laughs> I feel like that's a little unfair to you. Yeah, yeah, you can't. So I, um, I didn't. No, I was going to chair until about late January of this year. So last year during the festival, I didn't look at it through the eyes of what can we do different. So it's been it's been interesting this year, but definitely something I've learned a lot about. Cool. Well, we're going to talk about the festival, but first, we like to have a little bit of fun. Usually, it's we're going to put you on the clock for a minute and ask you to know you questions. But because this is the Christmasville episode. I want to put you and your Christmas movie knowledge to the test. So what I've done is I googled a list of quotes from Christmas movies. I sifted through it to try and eliminate some that aren't quite as well known. And I want to see how you do. All right. Are you ready? I guess. I'll do my best. So I named the quote. You tell me what movie it's from. She can help me, right? Yeah. Uh, Oriana can help you, although I did quiz <laughs> her pre before the show on these as well. So, all right. Faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. Nothing? Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, is it familiar at least? Not really, Okay. No. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street. Okay, well, that's what I was kind of thinking. The thing about trains, it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on. Polar Express. Uh, yep, there you go. This is extremely important. Will you please tell Santa that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back? Um, I'm alone. Yep. If you're worried and you can't sleep, count your blessings instead of sheep. Then you'll fall asleep counting your blessings. Oh, that's familiar. Give me two choices. Uh, it is either from It's a Wonderful Life or White Christmas. I'm going to be honest. I have not watched either one of those. Okay. It's from White <laughs> Christmas. Okay. I never thought it was such a bad little tree. It's not bad at all, really. Maybe it just needs a little love. 
Charlie Brown Christmas. There you go. Christmas was on its way. Lovely, glorious, beautiful Christmas upon which the entire kid year revolved. Help me out. Um, also from this movie, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, the Christmas story. My dad's going to be so mad I didn't get that one. I've watched that a million times. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, and I was wondering if you'd get it because you said you hadn't seen it. <laughs> so we did a Bible study last year during Christmas season okay. about that movie oh, okay. on some different scenes. So I know a little bit. All right, here's a free square. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Elf. Yep. What if Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store? What if Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more? Uh, Seuss. Uh, it's a Dr. Seuss. Yeah. What's the name of that movie? <laughs> It's what I called myself Cindy about Luther. three minutes ago. Yeah, the Grinch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Seeing is believing, but sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see. White Christmas? Didn't you just do that one? No, this one's another Polar Express. This was uh, my trick question. Okay. Um, we'll skip that one. What about... You're skipping Christmas. Isn't that against the law? I know this one. I've, I know this so one. it's what about a family, and they're going to skip Christmas and go on a cruise. And then their daughter calls them and says, I'm coming home for Christmas. And so then they have to scramble, and they steal their neighbor's tree, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, that's right. Um, I want my house to be seen from space. Uh, Clark Griswold. Um, Oh, what's the name of that baby? This one's actually Deck the Halls. Oh, uh, that's not. Uh, no, I thought it was that one too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. what at least. I don't know what to say, but it's Christmas, and we're all in misery. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> that one was a Griswold. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Uh, Home Alone. That is correct. We got two or three more. No one should be alone on Christmas. Anything? That one's also the Grinch. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. There was one like this a minute ago. There was. There are a <laughs> lot actually like that one. That one's from a Santa Claus. Uh, mm. so, I almost said a Santa Claus earlier with the um, Miracle on the 34th. Or, th sorry. Those are tough. I, I would have done about the same if I had been the one quiz. So no shame in that. If you, if you played along at home and you got uh, all of those correct, Call in, we'll send you a prize because I doubt all of you did. So I've got a um, question for you. Yes, please. Are there elves, you talked about elf, are there elves in Christmasville? I know the answer. Do you know the answer, Oriana? No, they're gnomes. They're gnomes. They're gnomes, That's yes. wonderful. There are no elves in Christmasville. Vernon Grant did not draw elves. He drew gnomes. Yes, and uh, uh, Christmasville this year, and we definitely want to come back and touch on Vernon Grant and the gnomes and all of his artistry, but uh, Christmasville, what year are we in? 18. We're in the 18th year. That's right. You, you did say that. And uh, tell us a little bit about the, the festival for people who may not know about it. Okay. So 18 years ago, the city of Rock Hill, uh, specifically Candy Clamp, um, Randall, she uh, decided that we needed to do something to bring people into 
uh, into Old Town. Old Town has a lot of businesses, great businesses. Um, it's developed a lot over the past 18 years. But how can we bring people here? And so the mission of Christmasville is to bring people to Old Town. Um, but also a step further is giving back and being a part of our community and um, giving back to nonprofits that are supporting us all the time. And so it started 18 years ago. And you're familiar with Come See Me. That's another festival we have. And the frogs that are drawn from Come See Me are Vernon Grant images. So the festival went for the Santa Claus images that Vernon Grant also drew and developed the festival around the Santa Claus image. And like you said, there's a ton of the images. So they started the festival and it started out with this Dickens uh, village kind of feel. So a lot of the artwork that he drew was very Dickensy kind of because he drew these images in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Um, and that kind of time frame era is what the look was. And so at the very beginning of the festival, it was a lot more of the Dickens age, Dickens village. It wasn't, you know, as attended and so as it's grown over the years we don't have quite as much of that in the feel of Christmasville but we still have all things Vernon Grant and all things um, the images of, of all of his drawings are still a very big part of the festival. Um, and then would you mind touching on uh, a little bit more on Vernon Grant on um, why he's important to Christmasville exactly? Yeah so Vernon Grant um, he drew snap crackle and pop and that's what he's most famous for and so that was back early i want to say the 40s um but he drew those images and then he retired here in rock hill and he has family members still around chip and cindy grant they come to everything for the festivals um both of them and so his legacy has lived on in our community and we've been able to keep that alive he's been a he was a very inspirational person as an artist and, and as a person and so he was around when come see me got started um but it was not when christmasville got started so it's a great way to be able to keep his his, his legacy alive and he kind of in a way um uh, not unofficially kicks off part of the christmasville season correct where uh, each year there's a certain piece of, of his artistry chosen to represent that year that's right so last year um there was a people's choice award award and there was 12 or 14 images that everybody got to vote on and um they were hanging up in the arts council and so the people they chose and they chose actually the image of mama kiss and santa i have it on my shirt right now i know you can't see it but this was the image that was cho chosen last year and so this image you'll see intertwined into the festival this year and then whatever's chosen this year will be intertwined into next year's festival it's not the only image you'll see though they all tell a story they all have different meanings and our theme this year is belong everybody belongs at christmasville all of the buildings in old town belong at christmasville so there's two other images that we're using a lot and one of them is a world's famous traveler which has a globe in it so it talks about gives that image of everybody around the world belongs in rock hill and old town but also you know part of christmasville and then there's one of santa holding a gnome in a very loving way and um, it's called little buddy and so it just shows that love and just compassion that santa has for everyone which is the whole point of christmas is that love and the um, how it brings people together that everybody kind of belongs and so that love is a big piece of it too so we're really using three images this year so it's kind of a fun um, opportunity to tie in more than just that one image. So the event itself, I'm sure you guys have been hard at work all year. I know the planning process is long and arduous. Uh, we are closing in. Walk us through uh, what the event will look like the week slash weekend of. Okay, yeah. So 
like I said a little while ago, we have developed over the years and we've gotten larger and larger. I remember going to the festival when I moved back to Rock Hill. It was in its infancy still, but I didn't really know how to come to Christmasville. And come see me, you know exactly, here's an event, you go here, you go to this event, but it was just kind of an all-inclusive event and I wasn't sure how to, to go. So to put it very simply on Saturday and Sunday during the main heart of the festival which is from 10 to 5 on Saturday and 12 to 5 on Sunday you just show up and you're walking down this street that's just beautiful and it's filled with carnival rides and inflatables that are free to everybody it's got street entertainment that's free to everybody we're going to have little workshop stations that are set up all along main street for everybody to come for free and that's the biggest thing is everything is free because we want everybody to come and be a part of it and belong so the main heart of the festival are those two days now if you back up a little bit we do kick off on thursday night with santa's arrival it is in fountain park our showtime theater is putting on a a whole little theater thing this year for us to welcome santa into rock hill officially and that will be a fun night for everybody to enjoy for about 30 or 45 minutes and then they can go over and have cookies and cocoa with santa afterwards and enjoy some one-on-one time and some pictures and so Thursday night is our official kickoff that night. On Friday we welcome our preschoolers and also our active senior adults to come and have a day of Christmasville so they can still come and enjoy the gingerbread houses and the Legos and the ornaments that will be showcased at the Center for the Arts. They'll be able to, the preschoolers will be able to do some crafts and such. The um, active seniors have got Encompass Expo, which will be in the Lowenstein building and a lot of different booths set up to learn about different opportunities that they can receive uh, services in Rock Hill and also a festival of trees that they'll get to see, a lot of our nonprofits, there's workshops that go on for them. Again, all of this is free for them. But while our people are working and in school for the most part, this is a great opportunity for them to come out and enjoy it before that Saturday and Sunday where the hustle and bustle comes. So that's free. We've got the Grinch strolling the streets. We got Santa doing Jingle Bell parades. We've got transportation by trolleys that's again free. That goes all up and down what we're calling our Merry Mile from the powerhouse all the way up to Fountain Park. It's right at a mile. And that's what Old Town is. So the definition of Old Town's a little loose, but that's pretty much the general um, line that comes through it. And then about wherever you can walk on either side. So you go over to City Hall, Library, and then down over towards Legal Remini and hop in and in those places. And that's kind of your Old Town footprint. So you can go up and down the Merry Mile to enjoy all of the different um, opportunities, or you can jump on the trolley and you can go to four different stops to be able to see everything that's going on during Christmasville. We are stretching out in front of the powerhouse this year. We're going to have some activities for more of our tweens and teens with cornhole, rock climbing wall. We've got some games that Camp Canaan's putting on um, and sidewalk chalk and just lots of things that will be going on down in that area this this year, as well as all of our typical stuff at Fountain Park and Main Street. So it seems like you guys have a lot of stuff going on this year. I know you said it's grown um, since previous years. At what point did you begin planning for this Christmas view and what did that process look like in the beginning? So I would say it was over on December 3rd last year. We started December 4th for this year. Um, It's just a continuous thing all year long. It really is because the follow-up of one festival is the beginning of planning for the next festival. we jumped into it 
heavily, I'd say, February or March of this year. One of the biggest things is getting all our sponsors back on board. We have over 100 sponsors that are a part of this, and that's anywhere from $250 all the way up to our presenting sponsor, Piedmont Medical Center, who's $25,000. And so it's a major piece of why this festival can work is all of our sponsors. So that's our first step is really making sure we have the money to be able to cover all of this because, again, it's free to everybody. So that was the beginning planning. We got our team leaders. I've got over 50 team leaders that are helping put on the entire festival. We've got so many different events that go on, and I've talked a lot about the free events. There are a few ticketed events that are out there as well for a little added bonus for people that want to do that. So we do have a lot of team leaders as well. So once we establish the team leaders, the sponsors, then all the details for each of the events and all the uh, places can start happening. It got really busy lately, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure as, as you get close, there's a lot of, of details to iron out, yes? Yes, there are. <laughs> um, you touched on this with the events, but uh, Christmasville itself in the past has been very centered around families and kids, and you mentioned some of those events, but I'd love to go through maybe a couple more events for the kids and then some for the teens, and then there are some for um, young adults to just... I guess regular adults. I don't. I don't know what. Um, well, can we touch on some of those for each age group? Sure. So, in general, one of the things that everybody can be a part of is volunteering. We have a ton of volunteer spots. We like for people to be over 15, but you can also come and volunteer with a parent or another guardian um, if you are younger than that. And so, that's a great opportunity for everybody to be a part of it and give back. There are some applications that are out there right now for you to pre-register for. We have a mini golf tournament this year that's free. We have a kids, we have a teens, and we have an adult. So you've got all three age ranges there. That's going to be on Sunday. Something to apply for now. Um, there is also the gingerbread contest, the Lego gingerbread house contest, the Lego contest, and the cardboard ornament contest. There are also things that you do now. You go ahead and apply to be a part of that. There are prizes for those things. Um, and the cornhole tournament, which is also new this year, is going to be on Friday night. And we're going to have a professional league and a recreational league. So even if you're not a professional cornhole player and you just want to be out there and have fun with it, you can register for that. And there is prize money that's involved there as well. Um, we have got our holiday hounds coming back. So this is all ages. If you have a dog you like to dress up and show off, this is your event. Um, you need to register for that in advance just so we know. How long has that event been around? That has come back. It has not been around in about three or four years. So this is the first year it's back? It's back, awesome. yes. Yes, it's going to be a legal remedy on uh, Saturday morning from 10 until 12. There will be prizes, but you dress up with your hound. Then we get to pride them around and you get to show off as well. So if you have a dog and you love your dog, that's the one to be a part of. But sign up now. There's treats for the dogs. There'll be a breakfast food truck out for the um, humans to enjoy as well. So... <laughs> The regular adults. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Chili cook-off, something to apply for in advance as well. That's going to be on Saturday afternoon. We have two different divisions. Our first responders can register for free. And then we've got another division that registers for a small amount of money, and that's going out to cover some of the prize money that's going to come with that. And um, some of the um, cooks out there in the world, that gives them an opportunity to come and be a part of it, even if they don't have kids or somebody to bring out for the main festival piece of it. 
We do have a few ticketed events for our adults that do have alcohol, so they're 21 and over. We have a bourbon tasting with O'Darby's that will happen on Saturday afternoon. And then another event right afterwards that's new this year called A Christmas Revolution, France versus America. And that is going to be a wine pairing that will happen at the gathering space behind Counter's restaurant. Uh, Counter does fabulous food they are our food partner and they do all of our events that have food throughout the entire weekend and they are just an incredible partner to be with we don't have to worry about the quality of our food because chef rob doesn't put out anything but quality foods it's always an experience with him as well um, later that night there is a beer hops and stops activity so you can go jump on a trolley and you can go around to six of our different breweries the breweries also come together and they brew a beer so there's a christmas filled beer every year a glass that goes along with that if you purchase the beer at one of their breweries during the entire holiday season alongside of the beer there's a rum sleeping giant is fairly new to our old town area they have got wonderful rum and they have this year created a special rum just for christmasville beautiful label christmas great gift for everybody that will be released on december the first and also be available to be tasted on deer and hops and stops so this is a good opportunity on sunday afternoon there is a brand new event as well this ticketed called jazzy jingles and soulful sounds they will have soul food along with two different bands that will not you will not want to miss it's going to be a winter wonderland beautiful experience over at the getty center on uh, Sunday afternoon. So that's a great opportunity as well. Two other 21 and over events that are gonna happen the weekend after Christmasville, just because there's so much packed into one weekend. now Santa will have already left town he won't be at these events but we have Miracle on White Street which is going to be on December the 8th the Friday night at the White Home this event is going to give back to nonprofits in our community and it is going to uh, be an elegant dress up under the stars but also inside in the heat kind of event that you can bring your co-workers your friends your family have a Christmas party together and then on Monday night December 11th we have chef's table which is again chef Rob from counter and then um, chef Shanali from courts cooks and books they are partnering together to give you a culinary experience with just beautiful so i'm gonna jump out of the kids real quick I'm yeah i was gonna around. go there yeah um so we with the kids we talked about the cookies with santa after the opening ceremonies uh i heard the grinch is going to be walking yeah. around main street or something like that yes yeah. what, what are some of the kids events the grinch is also going to have a house set up this year so oh. south state bank has uh, partnered with us and they're creating a whole little experience of uh, his house so make sure to get your pictures taken there we're going to grow everyone's heart three sizes that day <laughs> yes we are yes we are bring him a word of encouragement and leave it in his <laughs> mailbox <laughs> Um, One of the things that Christmasville has always had that's been really popular for the children is Santa's workshop. So it has grown. It's very popular. It gets very crowded. There are kids everywhere. It's very loud. A lot of people avoid it because it's just overstimulating. So we have brought Santa's workshop outside this year. We have 13 different stations that will be all up and down Main Street making crafts, playing games, um, having writing letters to Santa, writing letters to other people uh, in our community, first responders, nurses, uh, Piedmont puts out some crafts for kids to do. That's gonna be all up and down Main Street instead of all crammed in one place. So it's gonna be an easy way to come out and let kids just enjoy the whole thing. We also have 
some gnomes on the roam that you'll be able to find through a scavenger hunt that you can download online. There's a, a beginner version and an advanced version. So there's two different scavenger hunts you can you can take part in. All of our Santa's Main Street workshop activities are linked to a nonprofit. So one of my passions and one of our family's passions is giving back to our community and supporting our nonprofits. So this is a way to bring them in and let them share their awareness about what they do in our community. So our cookie decorating station that we've always had at Santa's workshop, for instance, is gonna be connected with Hope, who Hope feeds our community, um, are, are hungry in the community. They can talk about the power of how how much um, supporting them can make a difference in our community. So we've got a lot of nonprofits uh, that will be out there and you'll be able to learn about as you go throughout your festival, getting your face painted with the Rock Hill Schools Foundation, um, tattoos with, with the boxing Rock Hill Boxing Club and, and some other activities as well. So it's gonna be a great opportunity for our kids as well. So there's a lot going on um, and I know there's plenty of new events. Which events are you looking most forward to this year? Mm, I probably shouldn't pick just one <laughs> because that is uh, that's very difficult. But probably Santa's Main Street Workshop because this is going to really take our festival to the next level because it's going to give the kids so much more to do when they're just out and about on the streets. Um, but part of that is also uh, Santa's reindeer food. That's always a popular part of Santa's workshop. And we're going to have his barn. We're going to have a barn created. Our ATC students have created that. And we're having that painted now. And that's going to be out in the middle of Main Street. And Carolina Fresh Farms has been great to provide our reindeer food. So it's always fun to go out and, and create. That's probably one of my favorite stations of that as well. So always love that. And we do have an opportunity for kids to jump in and do some of those things early with our VIG club. It is a ticketed event for children on Saturday morning. There's breakfast, there's personal time with Santa, there's time in the Main Street Children's Museum, and then you'll get to start out on some of that, those workshop things early. Those sell out fast. So, so none of this really happens. Uh, or let me back up. There's a partnership that you guys have with local businesses, whether it's the ones long... Uh, that Mary Mile or ones that are maybe don't have a physical location that want to be uh, a part of the Christmasville market. What benefit does Christmasville get from the local businesses and the local businesses get from Christmasville? So Christmasville's benefit is it pays for the festival. That, I mean, that's a huge benefit. This would not happen without our sponsors for sure. And we've got partners and we have sponsors. So there's some folks like the Arts Council is providing space for us. Um, and then the city of Rock Hill, who, although we are more separate from them now, there's not a difference in how much they help us. And they pour into the festival with all of the help on the streets and cleaning up and setting up and breaking down. Um, so some of those partnerships are extremely important. The Culture and Heritage Museum is another one they are putting on Santa's Main Street workshop uh, they are the um, kind of keepers of Vernon Grant's images and so they help with that part of it so those partnerships are extremely important and then in turn our communities learn about who they are and what they provide to our community and how they help out our community um, so the benefits that that's the benefit that 
our businesses receive. Our businesses also um, are able to interact with our community so they can learn more about who they are. Piedmont Medical Center is going to have some of their doctors and nurses out speaking to people, telling them about who they are during the festival. And what better way to get to know your doctors who, if you have an emergency, you're going to be seeing them. I would love to have seen them at Christmas when I'm seeing them, you know, <laughs> laying out in the hospital. So they are able to interact with people as well. We have a lot of um, events that we invite them to. So our sponsors have a special we had a breakfast a few days ago actually our sponsors were invited to to kind of a christmas filled launch so they were able to learn about the festival what's coming this year and some of the exciting things that are happening we've got a special time with santa that some of our sponsors get to come to some of our larger sponsors actually have a visit from santa in their office and that's always fun adults enjoy taking selfies with santa as much as kids like sitting (laughs) on his lap for sure We do have other opportunities um, for our businesses uh, to be seen. We've got banners up along Main Street and White Street and Caldwell Street and Oakland Avenue and all the streets around. So all of these hundred sponsors' names are out and about somewhere in our community, and that lasts all season long. And I know I mentioned this, but uh, the Christmasville Market back this year? It is back. So it is moving. It is going to be in the parking lot behind the cotton factory right in front of the new building, The Thread. And so we have about 80 to 85 vendors that are going to be there. Everything that you can think of that is, you know, a home kind of quality made different foods and crafts and um, and, and different opportunities to purchase those Christmas gifts. So that's going to be back behind the, the cotton factory, along with some inflatables across the street from there. It's one of our trolley stops for sure. So definitely visit that vendor market because that's great. And another thing, too, that I didn't mention Saturday and Sunday, we'll have local entertainment. So a lot of children, adults with talents that are going to be on two stages. We have one in the parking lot uh, beside Dave Boulevard and White Street. And then we have one up at Fountain Park. And both of those stages will have live entertainment on them all day during the day on Saturday and Sunday. Sounds awesome. Oriana? Um, I just I had one question about the vendor market. Will that be every day of Christmasville or just on the weekend? That will be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So okay. on Friday, I talked about our seniors and our preschoolers having opportunities. Our vendor market will be open that day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We do close Christmasville at 2 p.m. for the vendor market and the activities going on because the city then takes over and puts on the parade that night. So the Christmasville actually doesn't do the parade. The city of Rock Hill does that. Fabulous job with the parade, but we got to give them time. So we get out of the way and they come in and they put on their parade that evening. And then the vendor market will be back open on Saturday at 10 a.m. and then Sunday at noon. What things as chair this year are different from last year that you can look at and say this this will be, you know, that was something I implemented or something you can kind of hang your hat on, hopefully. So I'm very excited about our wine pairing. I think that's going to be a really good opportunity to bring in some folks that might not want to come out and be in the crowds, but they can come and have a a very just neat experience with that. Um, and, And the nonprofits, getting the nonprofits really involved and giving them opportunity to shine and show who they are is a very big piece of who Rock Hill is. Rock Hill is its own kind of entity. You know, we are in the Charlotte metropolitan area, but we're in South Carolina. You know, we're in South Carolina, but we're in the Charlotte metropolitan area. So really Rock Hill, York County, we support ourselves and we support our nonprofits and we need to let our community know about what our nonprofits are doing to serve our community because we need to help our own community neighbors. And then what's the importance of 
so Rock Hill has grown, obviously, as, as has Christmasville. What's the importance of having events at places like the Powerhouse or in front of the Thread and just kind of mixing and matching some of the different locations? Because we all belong and mm. all of Old Town belongs. And that's, again, the theme this year is everybody belongs. And we want to let our community see who our neighbors are in Old Town. So we had the breakfast lunch at the Powerhouse the other day. And there was a lot of people that live in Rock Hill that had never been in the Powerhouse and maybe not have come if it wasn't for that. We're going to have some activities in front in the lawn up there in front of Middle James Brewery. And that's a newer brewery. So that's going to bring people into that area. Our sports and events center is always packed with activities from outside people coming in. Well, we've got our... um, encompass expo for our active seniors that's going to be right around in that area so they're going to be able to see that sports and event center they're going to be able to experience parts of rock hill that they might not have experienced cornhole have you been over to the acl cornhole headquarters no they they partnered with us this year they're a sponsor of us and so there's people that can go in i mean folks that wouldn't usually go in that will go into the headquarters there and that's the headquarters for for cornhole i mean right here in rock hill we've got all kinds of sports and all kinds of things that we want to highlight and we want every everybody to see so stretching out across the tracks over onto the other side um, of Old Town I think is very important for just just get people over there vendor markets gonna bring bring people over there as well our warehouses on white bring people in that area all the time but there's a lot of people that haven't gone to the warehouses to see what all's um, being able to offer down there knowledge park is down there there are our official coffee of the festival and I think it's great for people to be able to see what they're doing and how this small business has just really grown in our community right here in our own own town of Rock Hill. All right. What have we missed? Well, I was looking at my list because I don't want to leave anybody's event off because there's so <laughs> many. We do have a movie night. It's called City Hall Cinema on Saturday night, and there'll be a movie playing out there. Um, we will have carnival rides of all sorts stretched across from Powerhouse all the way up to Fountain Park, and our horse and carriage rides will be back. Those are in Christmasville's weekend, but they also go to the other weekends throughout December. So you can book those at any point in time that you want to. Our ice sculptures will be there. Our street entertainment will be out and about as well. Um, So come out, there's something for everybody. There's workshops, there's other community-centered activities. And all of that is on our brand new website. It's a great website. Comporium just did it for us this summer and it is beautiful. It's easy to navigate. You can figure out what events you wanna go to now, add them to your calendar so you don't miss anything. You can buy tickets right online. You can volunteer online. So definitely visit our website. And it's cell phone friendly. You don't have to download an app or anything. You can just use it straight on your smartphone. Awesome. Oriana, anything else? Um, well, I'm sure with all these different events and locations, um, there's more than just the board who's operating this event. So how can people get involved through volunteer opportunities? So the Santa's Main Street workshop that I talked about has 13 different areas. We need volunteers for that all day, every day, two of them at least, some of them, four of them. So we definitely need volunteers there. Uh, All of our activities have volunteers, though. This is a totally volunteer-led between the board the team leaders our volunteers and so we can use them in about any of our um 
our activities that I've mentioned today. If you go online, you can see all those. Some of our ticketed events that are adults only, they need volunteers. They have to be adult volunteers. We have people checking in volunteers. We got people that are showcasing some of our merchandise. So there's something for everybody. And on our website, it lists out all those volunteer activities. And it's out there. It's live. Those spots are going quick. Our beta clubs across our high schools love these opportunities. And I just love that our teenagers get involved in giving back to our community in this way. So all ages go go out there and be a, be a part of it in some way or form. Awesome. Well, Alice, thank you for joining us and giving a, an insight to a festival. And I'm sure it's going to be a great time. Try, try and get a, a couple minutes to breathe before the festival actually starts. Oh, yeah, we will be doing that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for joining us here on Rock Hill CityCast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill CityCast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.